Hello, thanks for listening to our athlete podcast. On today's sports talk, we are with Mackenzie Fraser, Alex Damatos, and Jackie Disney, all seniors at Foxborough High School. Today, we are going to be talking about if athletes are above the law. In our opinion, we believe that athletes are above the law due to many previous actions made by professional athletes because they don't receive equal punishment. They still are remembered as heroes today and are very wealthy. We are taking a closer look on some cases, specifically the O.J. Simpson case, a previous football player who was accused of killing his ex-wife and her boyfriend. Now sit back, relax, and listen to our O.J. talk. Hello, Mackenzie Frazier here, and thanks for listening to our sports podcast. Today, we are going to be taking a closer look at the O.J. Simpson case and how he is above the law. Now, many of you probably know what the O.J. Simpson case was. Well, for those of you that don't know what it is, in 1995, a retired football player of the NFL was accused of killing his ex-wife, Nicole Brown, and her boyfriend. With a lot of investigation, O.J. was found innocent. Anything with a pulse would have found him guilty because of the evidence found. But there was no strict DNA that made him guilty of the of the crime. Everyone knows that OJ was guilty. I'm not going to go on about whether he was guilty or not, but I do believe that when athletes do commit a crime, they don't receive equal punishment. Now, related to different cases, many other athletes get accused of for a crime that they have done, and they, they'll get little time off of their season. For OJ, being a retired athlete, he has still had fame on being an amazing athlete. People remember him as a hero, but not someone who killed his, his ex-wife and her friend. For instance, the Patriots player Julian Edelman was suspended for four games for using performance-enhancing drugs. Now, if any other person in a professional sport were to use PhD, they would be, they would be fired from their job or kicked off a team. But because of the Edelman of the New England Patriots, he was let off easy and got a few games taking off, taking off his personal schedule. In general, when an athlete does something wrong or illegal, they'll be suspended. Take a look at Tom Brady, the GOAT, best quarterback there is. The guy committed a major crime and got let off easy because it's the Tom Brady. He deflated a few balls so the team would, the team that they played in the Super Bowl wouldn't perform as good. Now, I have nothing... I have absolutely nothing against Tom Brady at all. I'm just saying that since he's a he's a quarterback of the New England Patriots, he simply got suspended for a few games and was right back on the field playing for our team. I'm not complaining. These two amazing athletes were accused of a crime and only got a little punishment for what they did because they are professional athletes of the NFL. OJ, a retired football player, was let off easy for a crime he clearly committed. With the hard and long investigation and many pieces of evidence, from his Bronco having blood on it, his suspicious movement behind his house, the footprints, the crime scene hair fibers, and the bloody sock showed that he clearly did it. Now back in the day, OJ and Nicole didn't have the prettiest relationship. Police showed up at the couple's, re- the couple's house on several occasions, specifically one time, after a New Year's party, records say that Simpson beat his wife so bad she needed hospital treatment, which is terrible. He should have been arrested right on the spot for hurting a woman. This shows that he was not afraid to hurt her and he could be the potential killer. This is true because he later announced that he takes, in quotes, full responsibility for his actions. The man better take full responsibility. He made his wife go to the hospital because he beat her so bad. He also wasn't arrested when he beat her that time. 
If any other person were to do that, they would have been arrested and would have lost their job. After seven years of a troubled marriage and having two kids together, Sydney and Justin, they later got divorced but stayed in contact because of their children. Now, people may argue the glove didn't fit. The glove, the glove didn't fit that was that was left at the crime scene. Well, one found. The one that was found at the crime scene and the one that was found on Simpson's property. Like, come on. Either someone went out of their way to put their glove in OJ's gator property. Either someone went out of their way to put their bloody glove in OJ's gator property, or it was OJ who dropped the glove running into his house. During the trial, Simpson struggled to put the glove on. Classic. I wonder why. Well, what people didn't know is when a, glo- when a glove is exposed to blood and then left out in the air, it dries up. The glove was almost two times smaller than his hands. Well, that's pretty obvious why the glove didn't fit. Let's take a look back. O.J. Simpson went to jail in 2008 for a double murder charge and armed robbery, kidnapping, and ten other charges. It seems like he was just waiting to go to prison. He was trying to reclaim him, his stolen property from two sports memorabilia dealers. It's about time he went to jail. Simpson came out with a book called If I Did It, which pretty much says if he were to do it, this is how he would do it. To me, I find that very strange because who would go out of the way to make that kind of a book if he didn't commit it, if he didn't commit the crime? OJ, a retired athlete, was very high above the law. Being a broadcaster and an actor made him eye up also. Being wealthy also plays a major role and being above the law, but Alex will elaborate more on that later. Because OJ was such an amazing football player, athlete, and actor, people people often forget the things that he did, the crimes he committed, the people he hurt, and the overall damage he did to the society. But I don't forget. Being convicted of a crime is a serious matter, being an athlete or not. Now, if you are an athlete, you have a higher advantage of not being convicted of the crime because your team doesn't want to lose you and you have the money to cover it up. But for regular people who have a job and even a family, and when you are convicted of a crime, you are immediately fired and sometimes you can't find another job to support your family. Even worse, you could go to jail and lose your family and your loved ones. Well, we all know my opinion on athletes that are clearly above the law. Now I think you might want to listen to Alex and Jackie and listen to their opinion on the OJ case and to say if they think he's above the law. Now listen, keep listening because what they have to say is very interesting. Hello, my name is Jackie Disney and today I'm going to talk to you about why I also agree that athletes are above the law. Most of the time, their cases are affected by how they're viewed by their fans. Athletes who are looked up to and once they commit a crime are still seen as a hero. Even though they're convinced, convicted of a crime, their athletic greatness is still admired. One example of this is O.J. Simpson. Many of you probably already know about this case because it was so popular, but let's review real quick. O.J. Simpson was a professional running back for 11 years, primarily with the Buffalo Bills, and was unquestionably an outstanding player. And he had many achievements to prove so, some being that he was the first running back to rush over 200 yards in a season and holds the record for the single-season yards per game average. These achievements led him to be inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1983 and the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1985. Obviously, a player with such skill had a big fan base, and he did. OJ had many people who looked up to him as a hero because of his, his success as a football player. His fame is what makes his trial so interesting. In 1994, Simpson was charged with murder of his ex-wife. 
The trial was very public, being that it was televised on court TV for 134 days. I'm not here today to get into the details of the case, but it was very gruesome murder that many people thought was obviously committed by O.J. Simpson. Due to his fame and accomplishments, it was almost impossible for fans to believe that their hero would <laughs> do something like this. There was unbelievable amount of evidence against O.J., making it seem like there was no way he could get away with it. Some of the evidence against him was that his blood was a match with some blood that was found at the crime scene, and matching glove with Brown's hair on it was found behind his house. His defense team argued that there was no way the glove could have belonged to O.J. Simpson because it didn't fit. But due to the blood on the glove, it's very possible that the glove shrank. Most of you probably are listening to this thinking that evidence alone should be enough to put him behind bars. Shockingly, there was way more evidence against him, but I'll let my colleague get into that. <laughs> in, in 1995, O.J. Simpson was somehow found innocent. The fact that it was so obvious that he committed the crime made everyone question the verdict. How was someone who was so obviously guilty let go? How is it possible that he wasn't found guilty? It's thought that his fame had a huge impact on it and was the only reason he got away with it. His hero reputation had people looking for any reason why the accusations couldn't be true. Can you stop it? This caused people to believe that the police have been trying to find something to pin on him. Some argued that it was because of racial issues. They thought that because of the race, the LAPD was trying to frame Simpson. This came to question before the trial. They went to Simpson's house eight times on domestic abuse, but never once arrested him. Also that Furman, one of LAPD's detectives, have pre has previously boasted about beating African Americans as a cop. There was no evidence to prove that any accusations against Simpson were made due to his color, so I find it dumb that people were trying to find excuses for his behavior. Although there was a possibility of this, there's no excuse for all the evidence that was against him. As I just proved, athletes' reputations have people thinking they can do no harm. O.J. Simpson's athletic ability is the reason he was found innocent, and why people tried to find any possible excuse that he couldn't have murdered his ex-wife. Adding on to how athletes are above the law, in some cases, the athlete can continue their career after the crime is committed. Even saying that, that sentence out loud sounds ridiculous. Let's switch the topic off O.J. Simpson and switch to another NFL criminal. A more recent example of this is Sean Smith. Sean Smith was the cornerback of the Oakland Raiders and was accused of assaulting his sister's boyfriend, Christopher Woods. Woods was apparently intervened in an argument between Smith and his sister, Sarah. This argument ended in a vicious attack by Sean Smith on Woods. Two witnesses testified that they saw Smith stomp on Woods' head as he was laying on the ground, bleeding unconscious. The victim had to be hospitalized and was in crucial condi conditions. Smith originally pleaded not guilty. During his time, he continued to play with the Raiders. He then realized there was too much evidence against him and then changed his plea to guilty to lessen his sentence. When he was proven guilty, he was obviously thrown off the team immediately. I think it's ridiculous that they allowed him to play until he was proven guilty. Some jobs would have fired their employees even if they just had accusations of him assaulting someone. Switching back to O.J. Simpson, O.J. was released from jail after serving nine years for assault and robbery. He moved to Florida, where he still has fans asking for handshakes and signatures like nothing ever happened. You would think after being so clearly guilty of gruesome murder of his ex-wife and friend, and then being proven guilty of robbery and kidnapping, that he would be hated. While this is true with most people, there are some that still see him as a great football player. Our society today holds athletes to so much value to the point where they are above the law. Fans see them as heroes they were before the crime. 
being the reason why Simpson was said to be framed and said to be innocent. That's also the reason why Sean Smith was able to continue his career and OJ is still praised after jail. Thank you for listening to me and now here's Alex. Hi, my name is Alex. I'm going to have to agree with Kenzie and Jackie on this one. These professional athletes get away with so many crimes due to different reasons. A lot of the time, a big reason is because of their wealth. Money and rank can be a huge help in the criminal justice system. At least one time in your life, you have probably read something about a celebrity that has gone away with something because of who they are. This can also relate to the O.J. Simpson's case. Regardless of the enormous amount of evidence, and I mean enormous, O.J. came out to be innocent. Yes, there is a possibility that this is true, but someone going into the court with the same accusations, with the same evidence, but instead is a normal guy, would be thrown into jail. There's no doubt about it. One of the main reasons OJ won the case was because of the dream team of lawyers. He was able to get these lawyers because of who he is and the money he has. They all have a specific duty to help him prove his innocence, whether he specialized in DNA or was the main part of the defense team. These lawyers made creative methods to convince the jury of his innocence. Let's talk about the crime scene and evidence. The night of June 12, 1994, Nicole Simpson and her friend Ronald Goldman were stabbed to death in front of Mrs. Simpson's condo. About 40 minutes after they were murdered, a man in dark clothes was seen going up the drive of OJ's house by a limo driver that was sent to take him to the airport. Before the driver saw this, he had been waiting for 25 minutes or so, trying to receive an answer for his phone calls. Then a few minutes after seeing this man, OJ let the driver through his gate. Let's pause right there. There's already been so much evidence that would make people believe OJ committed this crime, and there's so much more. A leather glove that was found outside OJ's home was the other pair of a glove found at the crime scene. To add on to that, blood found on the glove came from OJ and the two victims, which was proven with DNA tests. Not only that, but he had a cut on his hand, and his blood was a match to the drops found at the crime scene. That's the part that really gets me. If OJ is really innocent... How would they get a DNA match for his blood? Regardless, he must, have had, he must have been somehow involved in the crime. There's just absolutely no way he wasn't involved. Okay, back to the evidence. A stiletto knife was believed to be the weapon that was used by the killer, and weirdly enough, OJ had recently bought one. However, the knife was never found by the police. June 17th, only a couple days later, a warrant was put out for OJ's arrest. He refused to surrender, but was located by the police in a car being driven by Al Cowlings, one of his former teammates. Cowlings refused to pull over and told the police that OJ had a gun to his head. It was then the, the police decided not to force them to stop and just continue to follow them with many cars. About an hour into the chase, Cowlings pulled into OJ's estate and he surrendered, but that wasn't until a long time of negotiation. A travel bag containing OJ's passport, a disguise kit, and a revolver were all found in the vehicle. Cowlings and OJ were in. A disguise kit? Really? Obviously there's something to hide for that to be necessary. Now, you might think, how in the world did someone with so much evidence proving them guilty turn out to be innocent? It was faith in the lawyers. Three days after OJ surrender, he pleaded not guilty. OJ's lawyers, the Dream Team, made a case that OJ was framed by racist police officers and was another black victim of the white 
judicial system. They did indeed play the race card, and it worked. One of his attorneys, Johnny Cochran, was the one to convince the jury there was a reason to doubt the DNA testing. This theory included that the blood sample had been mishandled by lab scientists and technicians. The seven other attorneys, part of the Dream Team, also played big parts to prove OJ not guilty. This was the longest trial ever held in California. I believe another part that helped prove OJ not guilty was the jury. The jury was made up of one Hispanic, two whites, and nine blacks. This happened because the prosecution decided to hold the case in Los Angeles rather than in Santa Monica, where the jury would be mostly white. I think this helped OJ's case, especially since the lawyers portray these accusations as an act of racism. It is much easier for black people who have possibly experienced discrimination to have sympathy towards OJ rather than white people that have no idea what it feels like. In just four hours, they reached a verdict of not guilty on both murder charges. This just makes me think about what I said at the beginning. If it was some regular guy in the same situation, would they have reached the same verdict? If OJ wasn't a professional athlete, would he be a free man right now? I think not. I think it's pretty clear to see that all three of us believe that OJ Simpson is a guilty man. There's too much evidence to think different. His title and wealth helped him tremendously, which leads me to believe that athletes are above the law. So now you may ask, what has OJ been up to since then? In 2008, he got charged with 12 counts of armed robbery and kidnapping. He was sentenced up to 33 years in prison with parole after nine years. He did get released on parole in 2017, and this just goes to show that he is a criminal and is willing to commit a crime because he knows his punishment won't be as severe as they say. Hopefully, this brings the unfairness in our society to your attention. Athletes are above the law, and you can see this in many other cases other than OJ. Both Kenzie and Jackie went over briefly about other athletes. It's basically teaching this world that you can get away with a crime if you're famous, which leads us to believe that they are superior. Now let's ask some random strangers on their opinion about the OJ case. Today, we are here with Carly. Hello, Carly. How are you today? Eh, I'm alright. Alright. <laughs> what is your opinion on the OJ Simpson case and how he was innocent? I completely agree with you guys. Everything you said is spot on. He's totally guilty. Today, we are also here with Kathy. Kathy, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thanks for asking. I would like to ask your opinion on the O.J. Simpson case. I think O.J. Simpson was clearly guilty, but I think the jury did a fantastic job because their job is to determine if the evidence points towards him being guilty. Although he's guilty, the evidence did not prove that he was guilty because everything was tampered with and misplaced. Thank you. What a strong opinion. I also agree with you. Thank you. Thank you guys for answering our questions and giving us your opinion on the OJ case. And if you think he's above the law, we're clearly not the only ones to think that OJ was completely unfair and that there needs to be, there needs to put a change on how athletes are above the law today. 
today we are sponsored by Dove. Use the promo code in all caps OJTALK to get 30% off any Dove products including soaps, shampoos, and conditioners. I use Dove every day and my skin feels completely amazing. My hair is so soft, never frizzy, even in this weather. I've tried a lot of different hair products in my body and body products, but none of them are completely compared to Dove. Now that winter's coming, onto our skin is starting to get ashy, and all the products that I have used have left my skin crackled and dry, and it's very uncomfortable. It's not only clean, but it leaves you, it leaves your hair and skin feeling smooth for over 48 hours. I love it. I use it every day. My family uses it also. I cannot recommend it enough. The more you buy it, the more you save. Don't forget to use that promo code. I totally agree with Kenzie. Dove is my absolute favorite. It keeps me squeaky clean and smelling great. How about you, Jackie? What do you think? I completely agree. Dove soap keeps me smelling fresh and is one of the very few products that doesn't irritate my skin. Thank you for listening to our podcast today and thank you to our guest speakers. Tune in to our next episode coming next week. We will be talking about the Red Sox and their World Series win. Go Sox! Have a great and wonderful day.